Well, thank you all so much for joining us on another episode of the Gregorich Ministries podcast. And I'm so excited today. We have a very special guest. We have uh, Pastor Roberto Quieras? Quieros. Quieros. Gomez, Quieros. yes. yes. Uh, thank you for correcting me. And uh, man, Pastor, I had a great time. You are a pastor there in Brazil. You and your wife and family had lived in the United States, but you're in Brazil currently. You're doing a tremendous work. You're doing online Bible studies that you're having guests from all over the world. And uh, you actually had me on there a, a few weeks ago, and it was an honor for me to join you. And so I'm glad that you're able to join us here on the podcast today. Oh, thank you so much for allowing me to join you and uh, to be um, very, um, I'm very excited about being here with you. And it was a blessing to have you on our show here too. You know, we have a Bible study, we don't call it show, but uh, yeah. it is a show because we have a special people, right? So yes. it was amazing. It was amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, a lot of people that were on that specific night with you, I mean, they were impact. I mean, they had an impact in their lives and uh, they were excited about the way you share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that was awesome. So thank you for joining us. Yes, absolutely. It was a tremendous honor for me. And I'm glad that now you get to join us here and share a little bit about your story, because I'm excited to learn more about you, what your background was. And, you know, just to get started, could you let me know, how was it that you even came to know Christ to begin with? What's your story like in that? Oh, awesome. Yeah, sure. Uh, So the first person in my family that got saved was my sister. And uh, today she lives in Thailand, in Bangkok. She was wow. the first Brazilian missionary into China. Uh, you know, no official. You know, those uh, during those days was very difficult. It still is, but it was you know really difficult to get into the country. So my sister left. Uh, we live in the northern part of Brazil, and uh, in the northeast actually. And my sister lived the northeast and went to São Paulo. I think you are familiar with São yes. Paulo one of the largest cities in South America. And she, when she went to Sao Paulo, as you know, most families do, uh, they leave their home uh, and they try you know, to survive, make money. We, I come from a large family. We are eight siblings, nine siblings, actually. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so my sister had to move to another state so she would be able to you know, raise some money and, and make money to help the family. But she didn't know that God had something in store for her. So when she yeah. went to Sao Paulo, she got to know Jesus Christ, and she was saved. And then when she came back home for vacation, she led almost the whole family to the Lord. And I was only five years old. Wow. So, yeah, so we pretty much, but we didn't have a church that we were going to. So that made a little difficult for us to grow, you know, you know, have discipleship class, stuff like that. So later on, my father, um, he had an inheritance from his father. And he bought a house and we moved to a different district. So upon arriving there, my mom found the church and that the church that we were um, actually, you know, uh, pretty much uh, raised in, in, in our faith in the Lord. Wow. So I grew up in a Christian church from my early ages. You know, I, I think I, when I was 11 years old, I was baptized in the waters. And my sister went to Rema Bible School um, in, uh, in Brazil before she went to England. So she's been to a lot of countries. So she was probably the most influential person in my life as far as the spiritual walk is concerned. 
Wow, that's an amazing, it's an incredible story. And like you said, not only for you having so many siblings, but the fact that a lot of you are now following the Lord and yes. making an impact in the world with your faith. And, you know, I just want to have a question for you. Is your, is your yes. sister now, is she still in uh, Thailand or where is she now? Oh, as you know, the Bible tells us that the Lord always reward those who work for him. Right? Yes. Hebrew, Hebrew says this and other scripture says that. And my sister worked as a missionary for many years. Yes. And then later on, she decided to retire from mission in a sense. And yeah. then she applied to work for the Brazilian embassy in Bangkok, Thailand. Wow. And, and God gave her this beautiful and great blessing. And she was able to. And it was funny because she tells the story. There was a, uh, a, a young person, younger person that was also applying for that job. But the Lord gave her the job at the embassy where she worked. Now she's retired completely from the embassy and for mission. But she still helps mission and she still helps people. So, yeah, she's still there. She's wow. still in Bangkok, Thailand. That is okay, let me, tell you, let me tell you a funny story about that, yeah. how, how God works in marvelous way. Yeah. So in 2008, I went to the United States to speak in a church in Ohio. And I met a guy from Brazil who is a pastor, who was the pastor of that church. He now is pursuing his doctor, you know, uh, PhD in the U.S. And when I got there, we were talking and he said, you know what? Our church is just studying an orphanage in Bangkok, but we are having some problems. And I said, what kind of problems? And then he said, well, you know, governor, uh, government problems in administration. We need some paper and we don't have access. I say, OK, I'm not here by coincidence. Yeah. I'm here for by providence because my sister works for the Brazil embassy and she can help with that. Well, just to make the story shorter, and I think it was five months later or six months later, he was in Bangkok sitting with my sister in an office. Wow. <laughs> and, 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 and she helped them. And now they have, still they have the organization that's called GROW, G-R-O-W, uh, like, a, you know, the verb. And, Wow. It's it's and they take care of children. So this is how God works in in marvelous ways. So yeah, it's it is amazing. exciting. And it, it sounds like missionary work runs in the family because you and it your is. family you you came here to the U.S. for some time. You're back in Brazil, but I wanted to ask you what brought you originally to the U.S. when you came. All right, this is a long story. We have we'll probably have to do this show a couple of times, but I understand. But I'll, I'll I'll try to to make it uh, uh, shorter. Okay, so my life was always in the church. So mm -hmm. I went to the Navy. I joined the Navy for one year in Brazil. And, uh, but I, while I was in the Navy, uh, I felt God talking to me about he wanted me to do something different. He wanted me yeah. to go into ministry. So I met this guy who was a pastor, and he was also a professor uh, uh, in, in a seminary here in my state. And he came over to our church. And he just, you know, spoke, uh, and, and, and that word was so powerful into my heart, and I felt God was calling me into ministry, yeah. but I didn't know how, because coming from a very humble family, we didn't have much resources around the house, my father, you know, we were struggling, you know, you can tell by nine, nine children, you know, yes. but anyway, so I decided to, you know, just, uh, okay, God, if, you, if you're calling me, you're going to take care of that. So I went to the Navy. When I got out of the Navy after one year, so the Lord told me, now it's time for you to go. Yeah. And I happened to uh, cross paths with an American family who was doing a short-term mission trip in Brazil. Yeah. 
And they came over to my church and the little boy saw me playing the guitar because I'm a musician. Yeah. So I played the bass, the electric and the acoustic. And he said, mom, I want to learn how to play the guitar. And their parents came over and approached me and say, would you uh, teach our kid how to play the guitar? And I said, sure. And then I start teaching the kid and I start learning English at the same time. I knew a little mm. bit of English. So they went back to the United States and they said, Robert, if you ever need us, we're going to help you. And the Lord just used them. And my first tuition and monthly fee at the seminary was paid by this family from Renfrew, Pennsylvania. Wow. All right. So I went, I went to the seminary and I, st I studied for four years. I graduated in the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in the northern part of Brazil. And when I was over and I was done with my studies, I didn't have a church to go. All my friends had been asking, you know, to church to be pastor. I said, God, what's going on here? You know, yeah. I studied four years, but actually God want me to learn more. And I, one of the churches that I helped when I was in, uh, in the northern part of Brazil, uh, they invited me to go to the United States to visit their church. And then I went to Georgia. I went to Atlanta, Georgia yeah. for two months. I got a lot of training as church planter. So I came back and I was there, man, in Brazil to start new churches. Okay, this is the uh, most beautiful part of the story. So when I came back, I started this church with only 10 people, which happens to grow to 400 people in less than two years. Wow. And, and I had all this backup. I know they were supporting me financially. They were sending missionary. They sent a whole team, like 12 people. And then we started another church. And then they decided to send a whole team, like 52 Americans, you know, you know, when American wow. groups come down here. And then from that, we started to have a chain of churches, you know, like uh, uh, it, it was so uh, amazing how God worked. And then I worked for this church. Uh, for five years, I had all the support. I had all yeah. the money. I traveled a lot to the United States, and uh, they just blessed the ministry in Brazil. But then I felt that God was calling me to do something else, and that's mm -hmm. where I started uh, developing and training leaders, and that's what I'm still doing today for plus 16 years. Wow. That's an amazing story. And I'm so thankful that you followed God's plan for your life because I know there's people that you've met personally that you've been able to help disciple not only individual people, but leaders who are now going out through Brazil and different places in the world that are helping train people up. And that's our ultimate goal in the kingdom of God is to help build people. We're not building a name for ourselves. We're building exactly. other people to build the kingdom. And I know that's what you're doing. And, yeah. um, you know, even through the project that you're doing now, uh, you know, online, there's people that are joining from all over that are listening. And so I wanted to ask you, what was the inspiration? What gave you the idea to start this and, and give us some more information about what you're doing there currently? So, so I was in the United States before the pandemic got started, right? They got yeah. started. So when I was there, so I was in the, still in the process of getting my uh, work visa. So everything was going fine. And, uh, you know, the, the uh, government uh, wanted more documents and uh, provide more paperwork. Yeah. And I was doing this. So I had to leave the United States because I believe that uh, you have to do everything legally. You know, yes. I, I respect everybody's decision to move to another country. But one thing, past, uh, Josh, that I always uh, had in my mind is if this is God's will for my life, I don't have to do anything wrong. I have to follow God's pattern and God's just, you know, designed for this whole thing. So, okay, let me go back a little bit. So sure. 
as you probably know, I also work as an interpreter in Brazil, and I've joined this for many. I'm a simultaneous interpreting. I, I did a lot of uh, interpreting for government, for bank. Actually, we had the BRICS uh, meeting here in Brazil when I was interpreting. So one guy that came over uh, to Brazil, he is a pastor, and he lived in Washington and Seattle area. And he came over to Brazil, and uh, he was completely lost in one city here, and he was looking for somebody to help him out. So one of the pastors in town, he said, I know a guy, Fortaleza, you know, in, in yeah. uh, where I live, he can help you. So they called me. So I went to this guy and I met him and his wife. They were on honeymoon here on the beach. So, man, it was just a click. You know, when I saw yeah. him, he saw me, it was God's hand upon us. And uh, I started interpreting and translating for him in Brazil and going everywhere. And I did that for, you know, Maybe uh, not, uh, that was in 2009. So up to 2017, I was doing this every time he would come here. Wow. And then one day we were on the beach, right? And I always had the desire to be a pastor in the United States. And uh, so one day we were on the beach eating and talking. And he turned to me and said, hey, the Holy Spirit is asking you, are you ready to go to the United States? Hmm. And I said, what do you mean? You know? I said, I said, well, I, I want to go, but I don't have the money. Yeah. And he said, no, he is not asking if you have the money. He is asking, <laughs> do you want to go? And I said, sure. So I had to. So I went to the United States in 2017, and I helped the church in um, – actually, I went first for vacation for 20 days. Everything was provided. I didn't pay a coin. Yeah, God took care of everything. I got to tell you this. I've been to the United States – 10 times I've been to 17 states and I have never bought a single ticket. Can you believe that? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it is. It's so gastric, took care of everything. So I went to the United States. I went there and a church invited me to be the associate pastor because yeah. I'm also a musician. I, I speak to, you know, languages. I was able to reach out to the Hispanic community and I'll, even though I don't speak Spanish very well, but I can understand yeah. So I did a lot of homeless ministry. I, I have the picture. I actually, uh, the church had didn't have a Sunday school class. or I, I organized a Sunday school class. All the trainings that I got at the seminary, God had given me that for that specific purpose. So I went to the United States, stayed there, lived two years in Washington State, two hours uh, from Canada border. And then, um, then I left because I candidated to be a pastor associate pastor in Reno, Nevada. And I, then I went to Nevada and I stayed there for eight months. And that is the church that I was applying for my work visa. And then I came to Brazil. When I got here, I got here by December. Then the pandemic got started. Yeah. I was not able to go anymore. So my wife and I, we said, okay, let's do this. We should not stop working for God. We should not stop serving him. So let's do this ministry. And then we start this ministry this year because last year was pretty bad. I mean, it was, I lost, yeah. uh, my, my brother died from COVID last year. Uh. Yeah, it was a very tough year for us. But then we have decided, okay, we actually wanted to do in person in our home, right? But because of the lockdowns, the curfews, everything was so crazy. We decided, okay, let's do online. That's why God has given us the internet. Yes. And then we started, and so far, we have had uh, almost 30 speakers from Canada, United States, Guyana. And uh, uh, last Tuesday, we had a, a worship leader from Mansfield, Ohio. 
So anybody who is uh, watching us and uh, wants to join us, participate, just let us know. We actually are fully booked to the very end of this year. We uh, we already have the we have a pastor from Dallas. Uh, he, he's my mentor, one of my mentors. Uh, he's from Dallas. He's going to be doing next week. So this is how the whole thing started. And we have had people from Rio de Janeiro, from Paulo, uh, Brasilia, Fortaleza, Amazon, you know, you name it. So yes. it's, 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 it's God's work, man. You know, Absolutely. and let me tell you, let me say this uh, before I close this section here. I have learned a great lesson when I was in the U.S. And I tell this every time I get up in the pulpit to preach here in Brazil, because my friends ask, oh, you're not longer, you're not longer in the United States. You're not there anymore. So what's going on? What's going to happen? I said, you know, serving God is not a matter of location, but obedience. So mm. that I, may, I, I want to serve him whatever he wants me. So yes. here I am. And that that's so true. It's something my parents, you know, growing up, my, my parents were in ministry and they would say all the time, God doesn't actually care as much about where you are, but that you are who he made you to be wherever you are. Exactly. And so it's not exactly. always about the location, but it's about being who God created us to be no matter where we are in the world. And so maybe it wasn't your plan to be there in Brazil right now, but no. being who you and your wife were created to be in the place that you're planted right now yeah. is making an impact. And that can be true for everybody else yes, as well. It is. And, you know, I love the project that you're doing. And like you said, you're having speakers from all over that are joining and there's people from all over Brazil and different parts of the world that are listening in and being edified and encouraged by everything. And what's the best way? So if I'm listening to our podcast and I want to join your, your lives that you're doing, what's the best way? How can I join that? Well, we, uh, my wife and I decided to use Google Meet platform because yeah. we are we pay for it and then we can reach as, as many people as we want. So yeah. usually what I do is I, I promote this, uh, and you probably know this because I, when I promote your, uh, you join us. So I, I, I use Instagram, I use Facebook, and then I use uh, the link. So I, yes. I post the link. And I mean, if... You know, if, if you don't have a, most people have a computer, but a lot of people use cell phone. So yeah. you need to have the Apple Google Meet, and you know we provide the link, and uh, you know you can uh, use any platform to just join us. I mean, and it's very easy, and we have uh, been very successful because uh, I mean we don't record because yeah. we want to make sure that people show up because this is our Bible study. It's just it like is. our. Yeah, our meeting, you know, we want to yes. make sure that everybody's there. And, and as you did, you know, read the scripture and share the gospel and share our testimony. We want to give people to uh, the opportunity to ask questions. And, and, and that's basically what we do. So we yeah. are very excited about doing this. And, uh, you know, sometimes it is hard, to be honest. Yes, I understand. You know, it's just like a church, right? There are, there yeah. are Sundays that you have a big crowd coming. <laughs> there are Sundays that you don't have that many people. So... But yeah. it's used, uh, it's wonderful. It's uh, really yeah. great. I, I love it. I love to play the guitar and sing. I love the questions. I love, and I have learned, and this is the great thing about the, doing this. You know, I've been a pastor for 25 years. Yeah. I am a book reader. You know, I mean, I'm a bookworm. I read book a lot, but there's always something that the Lord is teaching me. Yes. Uh, uh, and, and I love that. And I love yes. that. I'm so passionate about it. 
And I loved everything you guys did in the service. You guys started out with worship and then there was the word and then you opened it up for questions. And I actually like the fact that it wasn't recorded because it gave this confidentiality that, like you said, okay, of course, it's like we're meeting together. But also, if I want to ask you a question, I don't have to be afraid that it's going to be broadcast later on. I can be open and vulnerable. And that that was a great format. And so what we're going to do, we're going to post the the link to your social media. Awesome. So you're, you're also always posting the links to the Google meets that you guys do. And so what you guys want to do is go follow Pastor Roberto and you'll be able to see when he posts and they update when they're doing yeah. the new meeting. And I encourage everybody. And the good news is it's in English. So you yes. can go listen to him and yeah. to have all the amazing speakers as well. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's going to be a blessing to you. And I truly believe that. But you know, Pastor, listen, I really just wanted to give you the floor. I would love for okay. you just to share your heart. If you have a word of encouragement or whatever you've got on your heart, I'd love for you just to be able to talk to our listeners now. All right. All right. So um, uh, before I, I, I do this, I just want to share a little bit about, you know, what we're doing right now. One of the things that really has helped me to uh, see the vision that God has given me is developing and train leaders. So that's my passion, you know, yeah. and uh, somebody, uh, somebody sent me something today. Interesting. You know, it's not about position. It about, it's about purpose. So I, uh, when you're looking for a position, you don't go very far, but when you, when you live in your purpose, you do go, uh, I mean, farther than you, you, you may think. So that's yeah. where I would love to uh, talk to our, our viewers tonight. You know, so I really don't know what God has been calling you to do. But one thing I know, if God has called you to do, the main thing about it is just be obedient to the Lord. And he is going to he's going to give you everything that you need. You know, I always people ask me, so what is what is that God requires? And I say, God is not as much as interested in your capacity than he is in your availability. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. And, but actually, they should present themselves. You know, Paul tells the church in Rome, he says, present yourself as a living sacrifice yeah. to the Lord. I like that, uh, Pastor Joshua. I like when he talks about living sacrifice, you know. Yeah. It, you know, everything that is worthwhile, it is a sacrifice, you know. I, I remember dating my wife and, you know, I had to make some sacrifice to, to, you know, to be with her. When I was studying English, I had to make sacrifice. I remember one night I was studying till two o'clock in the morning. My mom, my mom said I was a teenager when I was studying English. She said, you better go to bed. And I said, no, I have to master this language. You know, yeah. So I had to make sacrifice and God honors sacrifice, you know, God honors sacrifice. So if God is calling you to do anything, anything in your life. So the first thing that I recommend you, that I advise you to do is just wait for the right time. You know, wait for the right time. Be ready to make sacrifice. You know, sacrifice are part of this. And by the way, I was invited to speak in a church um, in December and they're going to be talking about altar. And then I have been studying on altar. And the, the, the theme of the conference is on the way to the altar. And I was, I was reading about altar and how many altars in the Bible, you know, Abraham, Jacob, and Noah. And one thing about altar that I have learned is that you have to remove the old ashes. You can't have anything from the past in order to go forward. So when, when God is calling you and it's about his timing, it's your availability that it counts, you know, that God yeah. is, is asking for you. And I, I have decided, you know, I, I have given my whole life. I was, uh, you know, 
very young when I said, God, just use me. You know, like last night I was speaking at church and, and the drummer didn't show up. So I, I start playing the drum and somebody saw the video and said, man, this guy does everything. I said, no, it's not that I do everything. It's because when there is a need, I am there. You know? yes. <laughs> so, so that's what I advise people. You know, God is always looking for somebody. I've been training more than 10,000 leaders. And I remember the words that the God told Ezekiel. He said, I've been looking for a man to be right there where I want them to be. And I haven't found yeah. anybody. So God is still looking, Pastor Joshua. He is looking for people. And we are, uh, we are living a time that people need to be aware of this. Yeah. God, I mean, does God need me? No, he doesn't. But he, is, is he wants to join me and me with him and doing what? I mean, that's the only way to heal the world. That's the only way to reach out to the lost people. That's the only way to, to help people. And our organization here, which is a, it's an international ministry for the empowerment for pastors and leaders, our main goal is to help out and reach out to the people and to the church. I believe that the Church of Jesus Christ is the only agency that is able to help out people to reach out to their potential. You know, that's, look at me. I mean, I come from a very humble family. I didn't have much resource, but look what God has done. I mean, yes. so when you say, God, here I am. Now I understand what Isaiah said. Here I am. Send me. So that's my encouraging word for tonight is just be available. Listen to God's voice. I, I have a, my, on my uh, uh, Facebook fan page, I, I write about this, the calling, you know. And I tell people, many times we are hearing so much noise that that inner voice has been so muffled, you know, molded, yeah. you know, inside us. So it's interesting that the, we'll, we'll just decided to say, God, talk to me. And one of the things that I do personally is I... I have uh, a habit of a prayer in the morning. So I get up mm -hmm. five o'clock and from five o'clock to six o'clock it's myself and God. And I'll tell you this, this is the most precious time of the day. Mm -hmm. So I encourage you, you know, if you feel God is calling you to do something, continue to talk to the Lord and let him do the work. And yeah. just to close this, one of my friends here, he's a missionary, he's from Alabama, he lives in Brazil. And when I moved to the United States, he said uh, something to me. He said, Robert, don't try to do everything. Mm. Just, you know, he said, because uh, if there is something that God wants you to do, he is going to provide everything because the glory goes back to him, not to you. Yes. So, and, and I have learned that lesson. So I encourage you, you know, guys to keep following your dreams, keep following your passion, uh, and your purpose. It's not about uh, uh, promotion. It's not about the position. It's about your purpose. God created you for this. Yes. So that's what I would encourage you, our viewers tonight. That's a, an amazing word. And Pastor Roberto, I have to admit, you know, just it was a couple months ago, both of us didn't even know we existed, but we were working on the same team in the body yes. of Christ Amen. to fulfill the purpose that God has. And so to know that we're not doing this alone, there's times that we're doing a work for God and we're trying to fulfill our purpose and we look around us and maybe our friends and our family, they're not going after the same thing like less. And it's important to remember, we're not the only ones 
friends doing it. There's friends that we have, we may not even know, helping around the world, joining hands with us to fulfill the purpose that God has for us. And the good news is something that helped me so much is to know that one, God wants me to know his purpose for my life. He's not withholding it from me. He's not hiding it from me. He actually desires for me to know why he created me on this earth. And so sometimes what that means is actually actively seeking him out. Like you said in the morning, you wake up and you have that prayer time with him. You have, it's almost like a discipline. Now it's, yes. it's a habit of yours. It where is. You wake it up. Is. You make a determination, I'm going to spend time with God in the morning. I'm going to set aside this time. I'm going to allow him to speak to me during these moments. And I believe God speaks to us all throughout the day, but it's something special when we make a determination right when I wake up. I'm going to set aside this time. I'm going to dedicate my first moments, or we would even say sometimes our first fruits, to him and allow him to speak to us. And I, you know, as, as we're closing down, I would just like for you to share a little bit about, you know, how that has impacted you greatly, just giving him that time. Yes. So, um, uh, uh, very, uh, very fast. Uh, so there's a story in the Bible, in the book of, uh, Chronicles about a King that he was doing so well and he was with God, but suddenly he, you know, he decided to not continue to follow God the way he was doing before. And the Holy Spirit, you know, sent a prophet to him and said, you know what? God has a message for you. God is telling you, um, King Asa. And he says, King Asa, as long as you uh, search me, as long as you seek for me, as long as you are with me, I'm going to be with you. So where is the success of any ministry, of any life, of any relationship? It's not in us. It's, it's actually Jesus said, if you are in the, in, in the vine, I mean, if you are in, in, yeah. in, the, in the vine, you know, and the sap, the Holy Spirit, I call the sap the Holy Spirit, you know, it's, it's giving you the life that you have. You know, I had a lady from England that came over to Brazil and she saw me doing a lot of stuff playing. And, and you know, I was preaching, I was interpreting, and I was doing this. And she came up to me and she said, how did you get off so much energy? Where did you get this from? And I said, well, I am connected to the vine and the Holy yes. Spirit is with me. So this is how important it is to start yeah. the day off early in the morning, you know, just you and God, you know. And I, and I, Pastor Joshua, I present to him, you know, like Paul says, just present to him every request, every prayer request, everything. And I say, God, just just give me a beautiful day, a blessed day. Help me to be a channel to people that are hurting. Help me to reach out to people. So this is how important it is to me. Yeah, that's amazing. And and I really appreciate what everything that you've shared tonight and this evening. And, you know, Pastor, uh, I just would like for you as we end out this podcast, if you could just pray for all the people that sure. are listening this night and those that are seeking for God's will for their life and the destiny God has for them, if you could go ahead and, and give a prayer awesome. for that. Yeah, my pleasure. All right, let's pray. Father God, we just uh, want to thank you for this amazing opportunity to be with Pastor Josh here. And thank you for allowing us to use this platform, this tool, to magnify your name, to exalt your name. Everything we do, God, is for you. 
You alone deserve our praise and our, the glory all goes to you. And uh, we just pray for those people that are watching us tonight, that they will be able to be touched by the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit will guide them as David prayed in the Psalm 143. Oh, God, help me and teach me to do your will and just make my ways leveled and plain. God, help those people to understand that you are, just as Pastor Joshua said, that you are interested in, in helping them and in blessing them, that you are a father. And that's what a yeah. father thinks of the children. You want them to, to continue to follow your will and your path because this is where we're going to get the success and we're going to get to the realizations that we are looking forward to. So thank you for tonight and thank you for uh, this day. Thank you for the opportunity and continue to bless this ministry that you have given your servant. And Lord, we love you and we love yeah. you with everything we are. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor, Amen. again, I am so thankful that we're on the same team together. Yes. We get to work alongside each other in the body of Christ. And again, guys, we're going to be posting Pastor Roberto's social media pages. So, and I encourage you, go follow him because like always, I believe it's every week. Is it every week that you do the Google yes, Meet? every Tuesday, every Tuesday. Brazilian time, 8 p.m. So usually it's like, you know, it depends where you are in the United States. If you yeah. are in Nevada, it's going to be four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's going to be great. And he always gives advance notice, puts a promotional poster yes, up yes. there so you can see who's speaking. But I encourage you guys, go follow him. And again, he's not doing it for himself. He's really bringing these people to encourage you, to build you up. And uh, it's going to be a great time. So go follow him. Go join their Google Meets. And we believe it's going to be a blessing. But Pastor Roberto, please send your love to your wife our love to your I wife will. and your family and we thank, thank you. you again for for yes. joining us today thank you so much for the opportunity and god bless you guys too thank you god bless you